At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it's the Lombardi line on a Monday, and as I look, we're back up to three in Buffalo. We'll get to that in just a second as we say good morning, good afternoon. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. You know, Michael, some Sundays kind of plot along. Not yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, I feel like we have, no. to take, we, we have to catch our breath after well, that mm. was nonstop action through the late games. And then, of course, Kansas City covers late, but that was a fun day. It really was, and I and I think the afternoon games were were so compelling. I mean, you know, Seattle really should have been up forty to twenty three. That shouldn't have been as close as game as it ended up being, and and it ended up looking like the Oklahoma State Baylor game, where you know they drive the ball all the way down the field and can't put it away to tie the game and get it in overtime. So. Uh, you know, that was one. The Pittsburgh game, Baltimore, there's so many tentacles to, to analyze in that game uh, that that layer on top of one another. And, you know, and so and then the night game, you know, the night game to me, I, I really felt like the night game was uh, uh, we saw a turning of Kansas City. I don't think Vic Fangio saw it, but, you know, Vic kept turning down field goals. You know, and this chief offense on the other side isn't the chief offense. They wear the same uniforms, and they have a guy named Patrick Mahomes playing quarterback. <laughs> but they're not the same team. They can't score points. And so, you know, if you think the game's getting in the 30s, you're wrong. That game was always going to be in the teens, and he kept passing up field goals, Patrick. It never threatened the 46-and-a-half where it closed. And, 
you know, it was 49, came down to 46 and a half, but you nailed it, Michael, a 22-9 win for Kansas City. And I know pe people are just killing Teddy. The, those ATS numbers for Teddy, we could throw them out the window last night. That was not a good performance. Yeah, we said on the – you got to listen to the Lombardi line on the weekends. We said on Sunday Teddy was not 100%. I was really mm -hmm. concerned about Drew Locke coming into that game. And Drew Locke is like Mike Glennon. He is a St. Jude's player. Once you he goes in the games, give the money to St. Jude. Right? Give the money to a great charity who supports children. Don't give it to the book because you're going to lose. You're going to lose the money. And, and really, that, that's what I was most afraid of. And everybody was on Denver. Everybody was, that line went from nine and a half. What did it close at? Eight and a half? Eight and a half. Eight. Closed at eight. Closed yep. here at couple eight. Books, look. A couple books, eight. So, and, and, and look, easily, look, I, I could say this with. You know, because we all know in, 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 in giving advice and betting, it can go either. They should have backdoor covered that. There's no doubt. They should have scored a cheap touchdown at the end. But Teddy just wasn't very good. He wasn't. And you're right about Fangio passing up those free points. I, I'll just jump around a little bit here and go back to if Philly. We can start clearing Broad Street again. But this time we're going to clear it for your buddy oh, Gardner. Minshew Mania is no. legit. We, no, it's not so much with the parades going. Everybody, the, 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 the stands are doing great. Everything's set up. What we now do today, Monday, we've contacted the man who made the Churchill bust over in London. We're going we're gonna, to, and the man who's made the Peterson, uh, and, and then, of course, the Nick Foles statue. We're contacting him today. We're going to get a statue, another statue for a backup quarterback. Mm, it seems You know, I fitting. think it's important we have another statue for a backup quarterback. Well, they Most beat a good important. team. They beat a good team in the Jets. So a well-coached, precise team. How about? Could you? Wouldn't you like to have a hidden camera in the Jets meeting when they decided to cut the kicker to bring the new kicker on? How that <laughs> yeah, happened? That was so awkward and uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, America needs to see that. America needs to watch that decision. Like we all need to see how that happened. Like seriously, and then the kid kid missed two extra points. You couldn't put him back on the field. You couldn't put him back on the field. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's probably waved today, unfortunately. I feel bad he for was. the kid. I really do. He I, was. Yeah. I feel bad. You know, but, I mean, that was horrible. But let's go back to Minshew. In all seriousness, and we've said it on this program numerous times, Minshew is a marginal starter, if not a, a little better than that. I've said this numerous times. Yep. He's a little less than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. A little less. I would agree. Right? And so for him to be sitting out of work basically as a backup, and the Eagles trade for him, give Howie Roseman credit, traded basically nothing for him. Sixth rounder? To get him. And, and yeah, I mean, like, and Mike Glennon starting quarterback for the Giants. How is that possible? How is that possible that Gardner Minshew can't really get a starting, compete for a starting job? Uh, you know, I, I, somebody texted me yesterday and said, you know, the Panthers should have signed Minshew and not traded for Darnold. You might be right. Maybe. I mean, Minshew, is, Minshew was always, to me, he was always a little bit, it didn't surprise me. In fact, I, I said to Will Hill, it would be better to play, it would be better to play uh, the Eagles minus the seven with Minshew than with Hurt. Especially if you're going to rush, and it's the best rushing team in football. They ran for 185. The, the, the unit that matters most on this team is that offensive front. That's very clear. Because regardless of the yeah. quarterback, they ran the football yesterday. Uh, he's accurate. I think it's just that he doesn't have the arm strength necessarily, so that bugs some people. But he's competitive. He's accurate. He completed 80% of his passes. It was a good performance. And I'm not sure he can go 
seven, 10, eight, 12 games in a row. I think his body wears down. Right. That I was always right. my concern. And I think because when he starts to wear down, his arm strength comes a little less and all of a sudden it becomes a problem. But in terms of, you know, you don't miss a beat. They actually threw the ball effectively. They ran the ball as well as ever without him running the ball. I mean, he didn't have to run the ball in the game. And yet they were still able to run the ball against, you know, the defense. And, and look, if you're a Jet fan, I don't know what you're thinking right now. I mean, you got a head coach who makes bad decisions constantly, who that openly says he doesn't coach, you know, he's the cheerleader on Sunday. How's that working out? <laughs> it is. I Look, I'm glad that he bombed the interview. And listen, we'll get to Dan Campbell in a bit, but I'm glad that Salah bombed the interview with the Lions because I can say this with full distinction. I'd prefer Dan Campbell over Robert Salah. He, game to game, Salah seems odd. And his inability on defense to get off that scheme is weird. He doesn't, he doesn't know anything differently. You know, he doesn't. Look, when you've been tra- here's the problem when you go young in the NFL. And it's a great thing to do. We all need young people around us. We all need the enthusiasm and the excitement. This is what happened, I think, to Joe Brady in Carolina. When you go young, you don't have a lot of experience. You can't say, okay, if this happens, we're going to do this. You have to rely on this, what you know to get you there. And oftentimes that's not enough. You know, you, you don't have enough to really expand the knowledge. And owners don't understand this because when you become a head coach in the NFL, you know, it's easy for the first little bit. But then all of a sudden when the problems start to mount, then it becomes really challenging. And I think that's what we saw it, it, with, with Salai. Like he can't, he doesn't have any way to adjust because, and I know this is going to sound mean, but it's not mean in the sense of how he doesn't know any other scheme to adjust to. Right. You follow me? Yep, absolutely. He doesn't know any other way. He has nothing in his utility belt to go to. It's just play harder, play better. And that's not what coaching's about. So, you know, and, 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 and he's the one, not me. He's the one who said this defensive line is better than any defensive line he's ever coached. Also, when you get a job, an opportunity, this kid's, you know, 40 years old, you know, you're going to be completely fastidious and completely prepared. Did you see what C.J. Mosley, a great linebacker for the Jets, he, he said after the game, he said he indicated the Jets weren't prepared for Gardner Minshew. How can you not no, of course be they prepared? Weren't. Because they weren't. It, it, it happens all the time in the National Football. Vic Fangio wasn't prepared for the, the, the Chiefs offense to be bad. He's turning down field goals. He told the girl at halftime, one of the 75,000 people NBC had at the game, that, that you know, we got to have, you know, we, field goals aren't going to do it. We got we to gotta, we gotta, we gotta score. No, field goals could do it. They're not going to score very many points. That defense is – and look, they, they scored two touchdowns to the Jets on, their first two, on two of their first three possessions. So it's not like – I mean, he just – I don't but know. But once again – Adjustments. I think when you see it in the first quarter and then it doesn't happen again, that first quarter is about what you've worked on. And then the second, third, and fourth quarter is about what you adjust to. We've talked about this numerous times. First quarter is to figure out. Second quarter and third quarter adjustments. Fourth quarter stands alone. Close Philly five and a half, an easy cover for the Eagles who are in the hunt. I mean, you take a look. Each conference, of course, gets seven in, and they're right there on the brink at eight, six, and seven. Yeah, I, again, we, we kid with the, the one head coach that's kind of adjusted because he's had to, uh, Sirianni, they run the football well, and that's their identity right now. 
and they've adjusted defensively too. They've played better defensively. You know, they they they've kind of started to play some more man to man. They've gotten better at doing that, which I think is important for them. And so that's been a lot of help for them. And I and I think Brendan Staley adjusted yesterday with his win. I think he's kind of you know tried to adjust a little bit. He still goes for it on fourth down. Made a great decision early in the game. Keenan Allen made that great catch on that bullet throw from Herbert. But to me, I, I think you've got to see the coaches improving too, right? You got a young coach. He's learning on the job, you know, and that's what you got to worry about with the Jets. I mean, where have the Jets improved? As a matter of fact, you could say they've regressed. And you, right. at this point, you start to... Like, same, same thing in Houston. Same thing in Houston. I mean, Houston's getting worse, not better. Well put. Okay. I just saw a, a clip of what you were just talking about, the Chargers-Bengals. That was a wild game. We're gonna, there's so much to get to. In the last minute before we go to break, and we'll come back with this, I, I mentioned to open it up, Michael. We're back up the three. Now, the three is tenuous mm -hmm. because the juice is headed back to two and a half, but we are officially at most books, circus two and a half, but most books are back up the three with Buffalo tonight. Yeah, no, I mean, look, we know it's going to be a bad weather game. We know it's going to be, you know, an adjustment game. I think it's going to be one of those games where the first quarter, Belichick's got to figure out what their plan is. They're going to figure out what Belichick's plan is, and then they're both, both these coaches are going to adjust, and then weather is going to play a huge factor in it. And I think the Patriots have got to do a good job of being the most physical team. I mean, if you're going to beat Buffalo, you've got to punch Buffalo in the mouth. I just realized this is going to be Sienna Lynn's first game. She gonna be into it? Yeah, she's gonna <laughs> probably <laughs> with her eyes closed. This is Play-Doh. Life as a baby is good. Life as a baby this, is good. The head you know, just nodding. Sleep, eat, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So a uh, huge. I call it the game of the year. I can't wait for tonight. It's gonna be 25, 23 degrees. It's gonna be windy. It's gonna be exactly what Perfect. it should be on December sixth in Buffalo, New York. Okay. So we'll continue with that. I think there's a team that won a football. Oh yeah, the Lions. We'll get back with them. And then also. Who knew? Big Ben to keep Pittsburgh in the mix will continue. It's Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Football season is here. It's time to download the BetMGM app, Sports Nevada. Go to BetMGM.com or download... The BetMGM app. It's simple to find. Just go ahead and check it out. BetMGM state-of-the-art technology. Fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Bring your state-issued ID to an account here in town. You're ready to bet within minutes. Must be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-522-4700 if you have an issue. Okay, we got you back here on the Lombardi line on a Monday. Hope you had a nice weekend. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he is Michael Lombardi. So Baltimore-Pittsburgh, Michael, closed Baltimore 4. And... uh, (laughs) So Baltimore stays in the mix, obviously. Excuse me, the Steelers stay in the mix with the win. And given what transpired last week, getting blown out by 31, we didn't see it coming. And we did not see Ben Roethlisberger with three fourth-quarter scoring drives. That was uh, pretty <laughs> – it's a funny game to watch, to be honest with you. What did you take from the Ravens and Steelers? Uh, you know, when I watched it, you know, I, I, I thought the Steelers were really fortunate. The Ravens were bad in the red zone. I mean, something's broken with the Ravens offense. And we've talked about it as nauseum on this show. And, you know, they can't score any points. They haven't been able to score any points since they scored 31 against Minnesota off the bye week. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're broken. And this could be a two and this could be a two and 10 team as easy as they are eight and four. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they're they're not playing well. Uh, and that's why we like Pittsburgh yesterday for all the reasons we talked about Pittsburgh being the play because, you know, Baltimore, who is, why is Baltimore so coveted? Why, why are they, we think they're so good. Baltimore's offense is broken. I know Lamar's not accurate, but, you know, they continue to want to make him in shotgun. Their offensive line can't really pass protect. It's an issue. I mean, how many sacks do you think they would have in Baltimore if, if he couldn't run around like he does? I know. It's incredible. You're right. Right? So, you know, to me, and, and, and Ben gets 10 first downs in the fourth quarter. You know, they lose Humphrey. Tavion Young, the other corner, had, had the flu. But I, I was of the opinion, Patrick, I, I would have kicked it. I got the best field goal kicker in the history of the game. I send the game into overtime. And all I need is a tip pass. All I need is a holding call. And, you know, you had your man Scott Novak there. He's more than happy to accommodate. Everybody was watching that game for him. We know that. <laughs> so, like, I don't think I don't think all or nothing was the right call, although you could make this case, well, they were there. You know, they had the, they had the play. They could have easily made it. I, I just didn't see that. And just digging deeper into what you're saying about this offense for the Ravens, so they held the ball for nearly, what, close to 37 minutes. And that first drive, Murray and Freeman were really running the ball well, and then they went away from it. So they're just putting yeah. more – they continue to put more on Jackson – 
and eventually there's a there's a boiling point. He's going to turn the ball over. That's what's hap- that's what's been happening. Yeah. And they still can't throw the ball outside the numbers. I mean, this is what we've been screaming about forever. They can't make plays outside the numbers in their passing game. And they have no drop-back pass game. Look, you can mask a bad offensive line. Get the ball out quick or run play action. Get them under center. Get them under center. Let him have a little bit of a chance, you know, to be under center, to have, a, have an opportunity to run bootlegs and nakeds. Remember, the only play in all of football where the quarterback blocks somebody is the boot. It's the only play. Somebody's got to go out there with them. You know, and so whether he has the ball or not, I'm telling you, two people will run with Lamar, if, even if he doesn't have the ball. I just think to me, I, don't, I think Roman is missing this opportunity, and I've said it numerous times. And, you know, they said all offseason they were going to get him under center more. They were going to get him. It hasn't, it hasn't manifested itself yet. And then defensively, I mean, look, you could say whatever you want about their defense. Their defense is hanging in there, but they're not good enough on defense. And they're just not. They can't cover. Yeah. And if they would have played against a legitimate good, a legitimately good offense yesterday, they would have really struggled to stop. They, that, I mean, Justin Herbert should have had 400 yards against them. Marlon Humphrey's going to have an MRI today. That's not a good look for a Ravens defense. Uh, he's done. Yeah, that I, mean, is, I think he's out. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's huge. And then Jimmy Smith can't play anymore. He's done. I know. Right? That, so they have him out there. Quick. That was quick. Yeah, I mean, he's 12. I mean, Jimmy Smith is playing 15 yards off the receiver. Like, I mean, Jimmy, you know, can we get a little closer? I mean, you know, I'm not saying, you know, you got to dance with him, but can you get a little closer? And then, you know, and then, you know, Tavion Young had the flu, so they couldn't. Pl- I mean, I get John's logic. He said, like, look, I can win the game right here. And he had the right play call and all that. You can go back. But I think it's a little bit of, look, I can still win this game in overtime. I got the greatest kicker. And they're not good on offense. So you just, first off, uh, good point by you, seven sacks of Jackson. Imagine if, if any other quarterback through history, imagine how many times he's getting sacked outside of Jackson, who was sacked seven times. He is now three of 10 on two-point conversions, that being Jackson. That's not good. Let's talk about the decision. Baltimore goes for two. Jackson fingertips there with Andrews. Your thoughts? I mean, I, I, I would have kicked it. Uh, and, you know, I think the only people that were happy he were going for two were all the people that had Baltimore at four and a half or four. That's right. That's exactly And right. all the people that had all the, uh, that had the Steelers and all the people that had Baltimore were absolutely pissed because they wanted that game to go to overtime and get it to six. And, you know, they cover. So, I mean, you know, that's the one thing. I bet the South Point was completely divided yesterday on the decision of that, you know, based on the numerical equation of, of all the betters. But I want to go back a little bit. I sure. think. You know, Baltimore did a really smart thing. They jumped off sides on second and one. Yes, I saw that. Yep. Okay. And what did that do? We never got it explained on television. But, but to the listening viewers, what, what they did was they guaranteed them the first down. So now they basically eliminated the game from four plays to three plays. Mm-hmm. Okay. And by doing that, they saved themselves a timeout. Right. They saved That's a timeout, right. okay? Because with four plays, you could eat up all your timeouts and then run the clock down. With three plays, you can't do that. Now, where I think Pittsburgh made a mistake is they should have declined the penalty. Yeah. <laughs> I, they they yep. should have declined the penalty. And, I mean, this is part of the game we're not getting on television. This is what makes it so sad. Right? Like, why aren't we talking about this? Is the, I don't want to hear about the corner's hips. And I don't want to hear about how great Ray Roman is. I want to, this is the strategy of football that the betters need to know. You know, and, and it was really important that we hear that. 
And so by jumping offside, they didn't just jump offsides casually. That wasn't that the, the, the announcers thought it was a that was a mistake. Did you hear it any different? I, I mean, no, I, I didn't no. hear it any different. And the only two people I got text from were two guys that are professional betters here in town that said that was brilliant, just like you're saying. So smart play. Yeah, yeah. You had to do it, right? You you eliminated a play. And by eliminating a play, you gave yourself a chance that the clock wasn't going to run out on you. But Tomlin should have declined the penalty. That's right. No, great point. Great point. The uh, important to note. So, Steelers now six five and one. Did not ex- did not see that coming. With and and the Baltimore did pressure Ben. He completed what sixty eight. He didn't have a t- he didn't have a turnover. He should have had another touchdown at the end of the first half there. But two touchdown passes. So they played well. They're six five and one. What are your expectations for the Steelers moving forward? I don't think he can play good consecutive. I, I thought we we kind of thought he could play good for a game or two. Sure. You know, he pumped the tires up a little bit. But I don't think this is sustainable. Plus, I don't think their defense is sustainable. You know, I mean, Baltimore's offensive line was bad, but if you have a good passing game against them, I think you're going to throw the football off. Look at what Baltimore did at the end of the game when they went to two-minute. First of all, how do you kick the ball out of bounds? How do you kick the ball out of bounds? <laughs> I, know, I, thought, I knew you'd be going crazy when I saw that. How do you do that? Give them the ball in the 40? I know. Like, there's so much malpractice going on on Sundays, it's really bad. How do you do that? Which we won't even talk about. The malpractice that happened at, at, at the Ford Field is 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 bad. Ugh. Well, you said you said the you said the cornerbacks were playing soft and off. Uh, was Mike Zimmer running the the Baltimore defense there? Because what uh, was he doing? Well, There's four I, seconds I, left I, to go in the game. I, I, you, four I, seconds to go in the game. You I, play man to man, and if you're gonna get, if you get beat for a touchdown, tackle the receiver. Don't let him catch it. We'll live. We'll, we'll make another play. We'll live it for one more play. Play soft zone. You got a quarterback who hates heat. He hates getting pressure. Hates it. And you're counting the five Mississippi. <laughs> like, seriously, you're counting the five Mississippi, and you got Jared Goff who wants you, who wants it, you know, who hates, hates it. He loves five Mississippi. He wants, if you play three Mississippi against him, he hates that. He don't want that. I know uh, Will Hill. You know what I mean by that, right? You know what I mean by that, right? I know Will Hill's going to have plenty to say, but let me ask you. It, oh, because you're watching of the four units, offense, defense on both sides. Scheme-wise, it was not even close. This Minnesota Vikings defense was run. I mean, it was so it was laugh out loud funny at times. How throughout the game, he's bringing pressure in odd spots. He's he's sagging off in different spots, and specifically with two seconds to go, they're 15 yards off the receiver. That's Jared Goff literally caves under pressure. I mean, yeah, and you're counting the five Mississippi. Like, seriously, you're counting the five Mississippi. It's just unbelievable. And, Dan, listen, uh, our buddy Dan Campbell, he did his best to hand Minnesota. Hey, here, Minnesota, you can, best. you can stay in the race for the postseason. Here, we're, we haven't won a football game in a year, and I'm doing my best to hand this to you, Mike Zimmer. And Mike Zimmer said, nah, so you can have it. You can have it. Nah. It's I very it's benevolent. Zimmer era. I really think it's oh, the it's end. Over. I mean, that could I mean, have cost him. Over. I mean, that could have cost him his job. Yeah, no And doubt. he was calling the defense, too. He was no. He calls it all the time. Yeah, he's he, he. It's not like he can put it on somebody else. This was his scheme. These were his direct calls, and they called a timeout before that last play to set up that saggy defense. That's as a guy that's Mr. Curmudgeon and supposed to looks aggressive. He is soft, soft, soft. We'll have uh, Will Hill, of course, a Minnesota Vikings fan, coming up in just a bit. Next, we'll head out to the Borgata and talk to Thomas Gable. How the racing sports book director do on a big Sunday? 
come back and find out here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. The VSIN holiday offer is here right now when you sign up for $99. It's the midseason special, which means you get the kitchen sink, you get everything we offer, including the free picks. You also get $20 credit. Uh, a $20 credit to the store. So you see the hat, you see the t-shirts. You can buy those, get all the expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. But you got to hurry because this is limited. VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher. Let's head out to the Borgata in Atlantic City and talk to the race and sports book director. His name is Thomas Gable. And so I'm taking a look. First off, hi, TG. And I'm taking a look. So the favorites had a day and the unders. So my guess it was a mixed bag there at the Borgata? I can't say anything good about yesterday. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> you poor it was, thing. It was, it was not a good day. But listen, the books had a tremendous run in the month of November. Like, I, I don't believe that there was a Sunday there where the books lost. So, on the NFL, at least. So, um, you know, the calendars turned to December and, you know, went back to the betters for a change. So, not it's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's like handing candy to them. They'll come back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you exactly. Know, they're going to be back in full force. They'll be back tonight. You, you, where's your liability on the night's yeah. game? Well, tonight, uh, this game is going to be the most heavily bet Monday night football game of the season. Yeah. There's uh, no doubt in my mind, and it already, you know, it started that way. This was the most heavily bet game on the board through the week, and typically that's not the case for Monday night games. But that, that as soon as we put the number up for this, people, we were taking limit bets on the Patriots at plus three, uh, moved to two and a half. And the ticket count here, interestingly enough, is almost dead even uh, in terms of ticket count. But in terms of the money, we're extremely heavy on New England. 82% of the money here is on New England. Now, that's on the spread. And when you account for the money line uh, liability as well on the Patriots, uh, it, it's big. And we're going to probably need the over as well because that, that under keeps getting hit. And, you know, you've seen that with the weather forecast. That total keeps dropping. 45 down to 41. The weather forecast, as you mentioned, Tom, it's going to be cold. It's going to be like in the 20s. It's going to feel like it's in the teens. And, Michael, going to be some big-time wind, 20 miles an hour, and gusts even higher. So what's fascinating. Up, I heard the 55, Patrick. I heard oh gusts my goodness. will be 50. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be, it's going to be an interesting chess match in terms of, like, like yesterday, you know, Vic Fangio takes the ball, wins the toss and takes the ball. Like, why would you do that? Where are you going in that stadium? Like, you know, and, and it wasn't that you were playing the win. You were just thinking you were going to get play from in front. Where this game, I think, is going to really determine, you know, who wins the toss, who has the fourth quarter win if that field goal can bail you out. Yeah. Let, so let's talk about some of the big decisions yesterday. Uh, I'm guessing you don't want to have, you don't want a, a, a favorite like Kansas City winning in prime time, as Michael just mentioned. I'm guessing that one hurt. That one uh, certainly was expensive really? for us, and uh, yeah, that one, that one, definitely, that was kind of the cherry on top, though, for us yesterday. Honestly, <laughs> after the day that we had, uh, but uh, yeah, looking at the early slate, I don't think we won a game in the early slate. Looking at the board from yesterday, 
and the Eagles probably hurt us the most um, out of all those games. And uh, the Dolphins didn't do us any favors either covering against the Giants. So, uh, I don't know. My- Michael, are you – I can't see you because I'm on the phone, but do you have uh, your handlebar yeah. mustache going today? Yes, he does. I do, and, and I've already commissioned I've, – I've called Rome this morning because they're six hours ahead of us. I've called Rome this morning to get a sculpture uh, preparing for the Minshew statue that will go in front of the link. Yes, we're preparing Marvel. that already because the parade is already set. So, you know, my Italian wasn't great when I was trying to recommend it to the this, this sculpture, but don't <laughs> worry. We've got it all handled. One person it's, all, does... <laughs> it's all handled. One person, Michael, that doesn't have Minshew. Minshewmania. It sounds like it's Thomas Gable. Thomas, you're not, you don't, you're not wrapped up in Minshewmania with that big loss yesterday. Uh, well, I mean, it certainly hurt us, but I mean, listen, they they finally were able to throw the ball effectively, and you know, at least here they're saying there's not going to be a quarterback controversy when Hertz is ready. Hertz is still going to be the man, um, but uh, you know, you got to see a balanced offensive attack from the Eagles really for the first time in, a, in forever. So, um, you know, Minshew, he had a great game. He really did. Hats off to him. And, and you saw decision-making by a quarterback, right? He only had five incompletions in the game, and you saw the guy be able to make some decisions, get the ball out of his hand, be smart with the football, do all those things. So that was really good. And, you know, they've got to go back to Hurts. I, I, I just agree with that. I think, you know, Hurts has gotten them to this point. But I do know this. I think this performance, Thomas, now gives Sirianni the opportunity. If he needs to throw the ball in a game and he gets behind, he's going to put Minshew in the game. Yeah, that that certainly could happen. Um, and again, we know that this organization is not necessarily uh, tied to Hertz in any way. That they, you know, that they would have any reluctance to move away from him if need be. Yeah, I'm looking. It's it must have been gross. Even Tampa covering that's bad for you. Indy covering that's bad for you. I mean, just on down, that was a rough. Indy was yeah yeah yeah. Indy was bad. Tampa was bad. Arizona was bad. Um, the what was the other game? So the late games, uh, the only one that we really won on was the Ravens and Steelers. Um, and Washington, we may have won uh, a few dollars on that too. But the Rams covering, easy win. And we actually needed the Niners, even though they were the favorite in that. Uh, we took a lot of late uh, Seattle money in that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That one ended up closing, what, two and a half with, with San Francisco laying it? Uh, closed three, closed three, total 44 and a half on that one. Yeah. Michael, if you, if you had Seattle winning that game, you're a better man than I, that was, uh, well, you know, I mean, and that game should have been as close. I mean, if you watched it, Gerald Everett, if he did, if he, if Gerald Everett got sick before the game, they would have won 47 of 23. I mean, he, he killed them. He, the turnover in the, the, the fumble in the red zone, or was it a, I don't know if it was a fumble or an interception that one that hit him right between the numbers and he dropped it. And then, and then, the, and then, of course, the shuffle pass that he that he fumbles in the end zone. I mean, right on the five yard line. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it really was. Oh, the, the, and the other game I forgot to mention that also was was not a good one for us either. The uh, the Chargers and the Bengals. Um, the, we uh, we needed the Bengals to cover in that, and uh, obviously that didn't come through either. But that was a, that was an interesting game back and forth. Uh, Chargers jumped out to that big lead, and then all of a sudden you looked up, and the Bengals were, were right there, um, chance to tie it. That was a wild game. Did you end up closing wild two and a game. half there? Did you close two and a half with Cincy? 
or three? Uh, we closed three. Okay. Three with Cincy. Yeah, I was curious about that. You, you, you know, on my morning pick, I gave Cincy out on 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 the show, and and I literally, uh, I when they started out sixteen to nothing, I was happy, but I really felt like they were going to lose that game. I really felt Chargers, like that game mean? was going to. You gave yeah, up the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. I gave out the Chargers. Yeah, that was a winner. Um, okay, let's focus tonight. What what we don't generally hear, and you can elaborate you don't have the handle pointing to monday night on a huge sunday <laughs> but yesterday no. that's exactly what it was you were ta- i mean it's incredible how people are lining up to bet tonight thomas and you're going to need it sounds like buffalo yeah at this point we're definitely going to need buffalo and not only to cover but certainly to win outright because there's a lot of liability on the uh, on the money line from the patriots uh we were taking some limit bets there again when that uh, when we opened it and the uh, we're going to need the over. Uh, I'm not quite sure how that's going to happen with the with the weather forecast. And you know, Josh Allen, he's I don't think he's going to be able to beat this New England defense by by his arm alone. It's it's uh, you know it, it's not going to be there for him. I, I do expect Buffalo to get creative in their blitzes uh, and try to hurry Mac Jones and his decision making. But uh, I, I think this is just going to be this is just a physical game I, I think it's advantage in New England you know and I think it's a game where weather and scheme must get adjusted in the game and you know they're going to know what the weather's like in pregame and then how they handle that you know I mean you can remember going back to the clips when you know the t- the, the Titans came into Foxborough and they, there was a bunch of snow in October nobody's expecting it you can see Belichick calling the staff together okay here's how we're going to play this I think you're going to get a little bit of that too there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to have to draw up on the sideline because this weather it, the swirling winds and all the things that are going on are going to affect it I'm with you I don't know how the over comes into play here yeah we've dipped I, I see a 40 and a half actually showing up most other books at 41 you think he close around 40 ish 41 ish yes yes i do i mean you've just seen the steady drop here and you know a lot of the money that we took on the under was very early in the week you know was you know last tuesday wednesday um people were hitting the under then and when they could get even a better number so you know it would not surprise me at all if this closes about 40 so for 13 NFL Sundays, you're like 12 and one now. So you'll be okay, Thomas. <laughs> no, that's a false. That's a false statement, Patrick. <laughs> okay, fine. Ten and two, but you'll be okay, and we will be pulling for you. Thanks, TG. Appreciate you. Thanks, TG. All right. Thank you, guys. I hate to hear him like that. You really hate to see it when the books take one on. <laughs> it's almost it's ironic because he actually is such a nice guy that we do hate it, but we like to see the bookies taking one every once in a while. There is Thomas Gable, the Borgato, of course. Uh, Mr. Viking, Will Hill's going to join us next. I'm sure he's down in the dumps. We'll find out. It's the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. It's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, and they welcome you with a lock of the year tonight. New England or Buffalo, either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks. $10 investment to win $200 for new bettors over at BetMGM. Paid for and free bets. It's awesome. VSIN 200. VSIN 200 is the promo code. So, again, you can win the 200 bucks today. New England or Buffalo score a touchdown. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. 1-800-GAMBLER. For promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Okay, big Monday night game of the year coming up tonight. We're mostly seeing threes with Buffalo Lane. I do see a couple two-and-a-halves popping up. It was mostly two-and-a-halves yesterday, so uh, interesting that way. Michael Lombardi, of course, there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. We're going to head to Connecticut now and talk to our buddy, uh, Will, I, I, it was one of those where he's wearing, oh, he's, he's doing shtick. Oh, we got <laughs> shtick. He's wearing a paper bag. You, 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 yeah. It's time. It's time. To, it's eight years of your buddy, Mr. Zimmer. It's simply, it's time to move on. How you doing? I don't know if I can announce this yet, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, next fall, coming to VEASAN, it's going to be the Zimmer Zone. It's Mike Zimmer and Amal Shaw. They're going to pre- preview all the NFL <laughs> action. So, uh, Mike Zimmer is going to be joining Vista. He's definitely not going to be coaching the Vikings next year. So <laughs> just a brutal, Maybe like we, the last you know, drive, there's a minute 54 left. They're playing 10, 12 yards off it. There's 20 seconds left. The next thing you know, there's a minute left and they're cross midfield soft. And you have all your timeouts. If you're the Vikings, you know what? Blitz them. First of all, Goff doesn't handle the pressure well. Blitz them. Either you get the ball back or let them score early. If they're going to score, don't let them, you know, kill you and die a slow death. Let them score first and get the ball back. Just a terrible coaching performance. 
And Michael, on, you know, on, on I mean, I can't disagree with it. I mean, look, it's like play your opponent. You know, it's like you, 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 there's people talk about, well, we're going to play, you know, we're going to play our two-minute defense. No, play your opponent. Like Goff doesn't like, you know, three Mississippi. He loves five Mississippi. He'll stand back there and check the runners at first and third and throw the ball to the plate. But if you give him time, he, he can beat you. I mean, he's a, a, he wasn't the first pick in the draft because he didn't have talent. But when you rush him and make him play faster and force him to make it and get rid of the nobody wants to get rid of the ball. Nobody's a hot potato player like Goff. That ball's coming out of his hand. But if you don't heat up the potato, what good are you? <laughs> and, Will, you know this. Uh, my buddy Dan Campbell, on what, his own 30 up to fourth and one, he ran a play <laughs> <laughs> he ran a play action with Goff when, you know, Williams was having success on the ground. So but Dan was tr was wanted to hand you, as a Minnesota Vikings fan, the game. It's just that Mike Zimmer would not accept the gift. You know what? If he punted, though, he probably wouldn't have gotten the ball back. Vikings were, were humming on offense. There would have, like, four minutes left. They were down, I think, what, two at the time. So uh, a four-minute drive, the Vikings probably could have just ran out the clock and kicked the field goal, kind of like the Bears did last week. So... The Vikings at least scored quickly, and you know Detroit gets the ball back, and just uh, just hard to believe. And the Vikings, you look up, and they're still in it. They're still only a game out, which is hard to believe. But no feeling, no cook going forward for at least a couple weeks. So going to be tough here for the Vikings. I would think a change is coming in coach. I would certainly hope so. Yeah, it's been eight seasons, Michael. I think it's time for a change there in Minnesota. Well, I mean, they got to look. I, I, you know. Kirk Cousins, is so, I, I, I text Will during the game yesterday. He's kind of hard to watch. You know, his, when you look at his numbers, you like him a lot more than when you watch him. You know, it, it's just to me, it's that there's no reason they should struggle. Now, they didn't block. I, I got to be honest. Minnesota didn't block Detroit very well yesterday. No, they didn't. And he is a little empty calorie-ish, right? Where you watch him and you're like, hey, you don't get the same feeling you get when you see the box after the game in person yeah, when you're watching him. Yeah. Like eating a giant pretzel is just a bunch of empty calories. <laughs> Listen, I mean, this is, and, and both of you, this is, there was an implicit effort to improve this defense, which was gosh awful last year, and they're 30th in total D, Minnesota. The, the, it was the, the whole point of emphasis, and he's a, he's a defensive guy, Will, so this is, uh, this is trending the wrong way for Zimmer. Yeah, but I did a bad job capping this game. They were missing five pretty key defenders. I kind of overlooked that, but you know what? If Detroit, they'll be able to get enough of a pass rush and, and do a decent job. That really came back to bite them. And it's funny, I saw this stat. Not that Detroit's any good. They have the fifth fewest three and outs in the league. The only teams behind them are the Packers, the Rams, the Bills, and, and one other team that's good on offense. So Detroit actually moves the chains. You know, it wasn't that long ago the Ravens needed two miracles to beat them. So. Uh, good for Detroit. You know, they've been in a lot of games. Good for them to get a win. Yeah, but the facts are the facts. They hadn't won a football game in a year. So Minnesota down players, Michael, you got to go in there. If you're if you're a serious contender and they're expected to be this year, you got to go in there and win that football game. It's facts. No doubt. You got to take it away. You got to control the pace of the game and you got a game plan specifically to where Goff is going. I kept texting Will during the game. Goff's got to throw us throw you one. You know, it's got to be like you got to get a turnover. You got to pressure him. He eventually yeah, he did. did. He, he eventually did, but if you just let him back there and check the runners and let him play an easy game, it's going to be easier for him. I mean, it, Breland dropped one in the end zone, too, yes. uh, maybe second or third last That's play. Right. And that, that you knew if this is a Vikings fan and, and is a better, you know when, once you get a gift like that. And that play, they actually pressured him. I think they brought Smith off like the blind side 
they almost got the strip sack. They almost got the interception. Yep, back of the end zone. Call. You're right. <laughs> and I and I will say, uh, with on that last play, all kidding aside, we always talk about you know sandbagging with the lines. I thought they were going to win it because I thought Zimmer calling. I thought the way that he called that final a minute thirty to go, no timeouts, and just sagging the whole way. I'm like, I think they're going to score here because I think every, every all the offensive players for the lines are going to be in front of them. And Goff feels good. They only rushed three there, Michael. Yeah, I, I mean, it, again, you know, when you play it off, I mean, it was an easy – Patrick, you could have made that throw too. Of course. It wasn't a hard throw to make. It was uh, drop 11. If you're going to drop them all, just drop just drop everyone. You're not going to get there with three. Just drop all 11. I mean, if you're not going to bring pressure, <laughs> just go out and drop everybody. I, it was uh, – anyway, it was fascinating. Well, let's go to uh, a game that you kept very well where you said, look, I've got – Los Angeles, they got the Chargers and the Bengals on equal, as far as equals. I'll take the points and a big win for the Chargers there in Cincinnati, Will. Yeah, kind of a wild game. They're up 24 nothing, the blink of an eye. Next thing you know, you're starting to watch other games. You feel good about it. It's 24-22, and the Bengals have the ball. And I think Mixon coughed it up. I don't know if anyone even hit him. The Chargers run it back, and they kind of take control of the game. Bengals are a weird team. They've had some nice wins. They played well recently. But like we said yesterday, they lost by 30 at home to the Browns. They lost to the Jets. Uh, they lost. They were down 14 in the second half at home to the Jaguars. So kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team here for the Bengals. Chargers get the Giants next week. That might be Jake Fromm. So the Chargers are probably in good shape to, get, uh, to make the playoffs, if nothing else. Uh, you know, you mentioned that game. The Chargers are 10-point favorite in that game. I mean, how is yeah. that possible? I, I mean, I know Glennon's hurt, but, the, I mean, Daniel Jones is listed on the sheet as the starter. Like, he had a concussion, I can't imagine, or a neck injury, I, I can't imagine. But that the Chargers are 10 points better than somebody in the league? I can't imagine that. That has to be a from number. I, I would think if it's Jones, it would come, like, maybe a touchdown or so because, like you said, they don't have any home field advantage. And, they're, I mean, they're good. They're, they, you know, they're fun to watch. They got Herbert, but, they're, like you said, they're not 10 points better than anybody. I agree. Let's get your thought process for tonight. As Michael said, maybe Gus up to 50 miles an hour, pretty steady 20-plus mile an hour winds, going to be cold, wind chill in the, in the teens. Bills are three here. I see most books at two and a half and a total of 41, Will. What are you thinking? Oh, this is your time to shine, Patrick. This is the weather. Give me the barometric pressure. Give me all of it. Uh, to me, this is an old-school 2001-2002 Patriots type of game where they can just grind it out and win it 17-10, 17-13. I think the Bills, in this kind of uh, setting with the weather, the Bills are a more finesse team. Uh, the Patriots are more of a smash-mouth team. I, I think that favors the Patriots. I think they'll be able to run the ball. Uh, you know, they, The Bills really rely a lot on Allen as a runner and a quarterback. They really don't have that traditional running game. Offensive line hasn't been great. To me, it's a toss-up game. Should be a low-scoring game. I, I like the Patriots to win a low-scoring game. Should be a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. Very excited for tonight. I would say very. Yeah. I would is. Uh, by the way, is Millie still up there in New England, or are you guys going to watch the game together? No, she's up there. Yeah, she's going to be up there for a while. Yeah. It's it's going to be this is going to be exciting. It's weird because we kind of these are two teams that have been pointing to the over, yet we're seeing that right. to, that totals drop big time here, Michael. Yeah, and I and I think look, I mean, this is a game that they go they go by, and then they play the Colts, and then they come back and play the Bills again. So this is a tough three game stretch for New England. It's a tough three game stretch. Bills are for, no uh, Bills are no lock to make the playoffs. I mean, they got Patriots, Bucks, then the Patriots again, so they are no lock to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's so, and then you know, and then they have New England has Miami at the last game of the year down there, which is never easy. 
I mean, basically everybody in the AFC is eight and four. It's eight and four, yeah. seven and four. It's like it's all going to move around. And and we haven't seen really, you know, the the, the chief the Chiefs may be better on defense, but the Chiefs aren't. The, there isn't a real dominant team that we see in the AFC yet. Everybody, if the if the Patriots lose tonight, everybody, well, nobody's really dominant. And I think that's true. Anything, Will, in thirty seconds? Yeah. Go ahead, please. The Dolphins are two and a half games out of the one seed. That's how wild, that's how uh, bunched up this AFC is right now. <laughs> the, Dolph- the Dolphins win again. Mike Lennon was like, please take this win, Miami. Please take it, I'm yeah. a hu- Mike Lennon's a huge Tua fan, loves Brian Flores, and said, please take it. New York City Cast is the podcast, Will Hill, vston.com slash podcast. Anything else on the way out here, Will? Yeah, college football betting guide, uh, bowl betting guide is coming out. Helped me win a lot of money last week. I highly recommend it. 20 bucks, it's a steal. At not the the Will Hill, excuse me, not the Will Hill on Twitter. Thank you, buddy. Enjoy Monday night football. We are here on a Monday on the Lombardi line. That means coming up in just about 16 minutes, step into my office. Come on back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.